Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Is that the song you guys learned in school? No. Yeah, we learned that song and we we had to sing it like every day for like years. Why? I don't know. There was to a, learn the, like the order of the planets? When I was in elementary school, we had a huge emphasis on astronomy. And I was thinking about that That's recently. Cool. Like we had... We did not. In second, third, and fourth grade, we had a whole science segment every year dedicated to specifically stellar astronomy. Weird. And we learned about the stars, and we learned about orbits, and we learned about what stars are made of, and we learned about why they explode. We learned about the constellations. I feel so fucking chipped. <laughs> and I told you... Um, Although we did one time do? get to go take a little field trip to like... Um, I don't know where it was. Maybe it was like Greenfield Village, and like I was talking about mm -hmm. talking about this because when we were watching Friends, Ross and Rachel do it for the first time in like this, you know, observatory. Ob it's kind thing. of like that, but it's like a dome where they like do films, and they have one of those in Detroit in um, like Henry Ford Greenfield Village type thing, and you get into it. And it basically, was it there? I'm pretty sure it was there. Anyways, you get into it and the seats are like tilted too. So you're facing not forward, you're facing like back, like you're facing upwards. And since it's like a dome, when you're looking up, like everything is, you know, kind of disappeared and you're just looking at it. And they project like constellations and stuff and they do this big presentation of the sky. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, wow. wow. And all I cared about was if I could sit next to my crush <laughs> and I wasn't in his chaperone group. And I was like so fucking just mm -hmm. devastated and like salty about it because the girl I didn't like was in his group. Anyway. That's what happened. Anyways, so I didn't learn much about the stars that day. <laughs> but we didn't have that every year. That's pretty cool. Did I tell you? Speaking of speaking, speaking of, of which, which welcome, I'm Skyler. I'm Sammy. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're grateful that you tuned in, and if you're tuning in again, thanks. If it's your first time, welcome. We're a hot mess, so we're gonna do whatever we want. I the hope moon's in Gemini stay. right now. So. Yeah, I literally turned to Skylar before we hit record, and I, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna be all over the place. I'm gonna need you to keep me together, and he nervously went, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> So, okay. all this star talk, did I ever tell you about when my dad tried to find himself a hobby and he bought a $10,000 telescope? What? So, while we were growing up, we had a $10,000 telescope and my dad would be outside and he would find planets. Wow. And I have this memory that I thought of recently where he called us outside and my dad had found Saturn. Oh. And so, we're looking through this telescope and we saw Saturn and its rings. Cool. Really? And I remember thinking, that's out there. Just <laughs> that's in like the sky. That's so far. It's like, a, uh, apparently you can't find it all the time. Obviously, planets transit and stuff. But with like the clarity of the sky, it has to be cool. perfect conditions to find that planet with okay. a telescope. That's not like a super telescope yeah. or something. And okay. I remember thinking... We had this big, and this thing is huge. It was literally the size of me, and I'm huge. You're a monster, It yeah. was a huge telescope. My dad ended up donating it to the university because he got over it. Oh, my God. Know? That's so nice. I know. I, rich daddy. Yeah. And, uh, can't relate. And I was thinking, like, it's weird looking back and seeing all the ways that your hobbies and interests have followed you without yeah. you even realizing it. Yeah. I was thinking about... All those star classes I took in elementary school, having that telescope, seeing Saturn and yeah, and just the way that planets follow you and how oh it's election day tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get to that. I just you don't have to switch topics if you're done with your story though. Is that like like what do you remember him doing with other than that? Like do you remember him like writing things down? Like do you remember? No, my dad was not the type to sit and like journal or like write down stuff. Yeah. He was out there probably with I I don't even think he would have read about how to find the planet. I think he would have just sat out there and looked inch to inch through the sky. Weird. Until he happened to fucking come across it. Cool. I don't know his birthday. I I don't know I don't know my dad's yeah. sign or his birthday yeah. or anything like that. But he was just kind of an oddball. I don't even know if that was related to his sign. I think yeah. he was just a strange man. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I um 
I don't know why, but when you were talking about like hobbies or things like from your childhood, like, you know, coming to today, I, I thought, well, now I'm thinking of something different. God, I'm fucking all over the place. I told you. So I was thinking about like how my brother and I, you know, used to take the video camera. My mom would be like, oh, you're bored here. Go film a video. Mm -hmm. And like, there's so many VHS tapes. Mom, if you're listening to this, I've started making a list um, of like, you know, when people are like, what do you want? Like for Christmas or gifts? And you always like, oh, fuck, I know there's things I want. I can't think about it. Okay. Top of my list from my mother. Mom, I know you listen to these. Mom, listen, listen, shh, mom, listen. I know you have all those VHS tapes literally for the rest of holidays, for the rest of time, one at a time, just take the VHSs in, get them turned to DVDs, burn them, and send them to me. You don't have to do them all at once. Just do one tape at a time. Mm-hmm. When I was littler, I used to love watching VHSs of my family. Not even just, like, of me. Like, I loved watching, like, my family dynamic or, like, how we celebrated holidays or, like, I was just really interested. And I... I did like watching myself, but I think it was cool because like I, a lot of them I was too young to have actual memories of. So it is kind of meta to go back and watch yourself and be like, that's me, but I don't remember this, you know? So I was really fascinated and I, my brother was really cute as a kid. So a lot of the videos are of him like being just super cute. Um, and I just really want those tapes. But anyways, I was thinking about this one time when my, my brother is always into Legos, like hardcore. And I was too, but like, since it was my brother's thing, I was like never fully yeah. allowed to have it be my thing. And like my, I always wanted to play Legos with my brother, but he was always like, these are fucking mine. Get out of here, you monster, which like yeah. understandable. So at one time my mom like bought me or someone bought me like the girl Legos and they were like pastel pink, purple and like i'll have you know that that was my dream lego set was it was the pastel purple pink of course it was dream girl lego set and i didn't have a lot of them but i had enough and they came with like little houses almost like little monopoly houses or whatever and we passed by a house in real life and i was like oh my god that looks just like the girl pastel set of legos but my brother like found out about some like Lego competition where like you could create anything that you wanted out of Legos, film it and submit a video and you were like entered to win like a trip to like Legoland or something mm-hmm. like that. And he spent like weeks building this basically like this Godzilla thing. It was this huge fucking monster and every single part of it came and detached into its own separate like space station basically like the head was like a control center and he had people in it and i remember like the head like opened up and there was like something that was able to like fly out from the mouth of the godzilla and then like next level arms it was fucking crazy and he had like the arms that would like morph and spin or change into like a literal gun or something like he basically made a transformer monster and i remember he was out in the backyard And my mom tried to help him, but there's got to be a video somewhere. He, like, tied strings around the Lego monster and, like, basically filmed it, like, through our yard like a puppet and, like, was devastated that he didn't win. But I remember being, like, so blown away at his, like, inventiveness and, like, able to put together this fucking crazy Transformer thing. That was the story that came to my mind. Dude, now I want to play with Legos. I know. Thank you for that. I (laughs) know. Anyways, yeah. That's that. <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> totally irrelevant, but like I had to say that. Cause so it's... tomorrow is election day. I am assuming based on everything that I'm seeing in the news is that we will not find out the president tomorrow like we usually do. Um. Yeah. Let me talk about really quick the... First and foremost, Mercury goes direct tomorrow. That is what I was going to talk about. So, God, I don't have the date written down exactly. Maybe I do somewhere in my notes that I was taking for something else. Um, Mercury, I mean, Mercury does go direct in Libra tomorrow on election day. Um, my Mercury's in Libra, so I'm hoping for good news. Okay, this isn't always about you. This is literally my podcast. Um, What do you mean? (laughs) Um, 
The last time Mercury went direct on election day was back with Bush and Al Gore. I believe this is the correct. I, I can't look it up because we're on my phone and I didn't write down the notes properly. But I'm pretty, pretty, because I was like, it didn't matter at the time. But um, this election, astrologically, is showing a lot of signs similar to, um, at least with the planet Mercury, to back when Gore and Bush were having their election. Al Gore won the popular vote, and the Electoral College still voted Bush in. Um, However, we did not have a vote that was decided on election day. In fact, they kept demanding recounts of votes and it went weeks, um, almost to mid, if not late December, I think, where there was the whole thing about like, I think it was like the dog year or something like that, where they kept saying that Florida had to recount or basically there was like mail-in ballots and there was also just like things with the counting the votes. You can look it up. I'm not, that's, besides the point basically they had to keep recounting and recounting and at one point the supreme court just ruled that it was done they were like no actually recounts done you know we have enough information for the electoral college the popular vote doesn't mean shit anyways Mm. just we're good we're calling it bush bush wins um Again, my my terminology and my <laughs> history, I don't have my notes here, but that's the gist of what happened. Um, and I would predict that we're going to have something similar that will happen. Um, there's so many mail-in ballots that are still to be counted, and a lot of the swing states will wait until tomorrow to start counting their votes, even if they have a majority of them in. But I think, I, I don't know. There's so much to Mercury, say about this. I, Mercury going Mercury direct, going direct in Libra. at least at least make it easier on the people counting. I agree. No, I do, I do agree. I do think that it's no coincidence that... Like poor Sarah at the booth is, is going to have a few less issues, I think. Yeah, I really, really agree with that. Um, yeah, I think that the devil himself will be trying everything to just call it tomorrow and he won't be able to. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know here. Oh, I have so many, I have so many conflicting thoughts about what's happening and here's why I've been talking all fucking year. Okay. People about this, it's about to get intense. Thank you for letting me just go. But this is what it's coming down to. I'm going to say it again for those who are new or maybe people who don't listen to every episode or maybe people who need a reminder. We have never we say seen a lot of things. transits mm-hmm. like this before. The United States is about to have its first Plutonian return. Do you know what that fucking means? Mm-hmm. Just that alone is like, it is so monumental energetically to have our country see its first plutonian return like i couldn't even begin to i mean i have things i could say about it but that would be a whole other podcast or video in Mm -hmm. it separate from that so just that alone mind you we have some huge crisis happening all over the world with the pandemic with the economic crisis with jobs all of these things people are scared The biggest thing that is going to be a factor on how things play out is we have Mars retrograde right now, and Mars is in Aries. We talked about this briefly before, but back at the beginning of pandemic, uh, Mars was in Pisces. And the way that people, you know, were motivated or what drove them, Phoebe's drinking, by the way, it's totally taking down my, my power move here. Yeah. Mars was in Pisces in the beginning of the year. So in March and all of that, when, when we called for the shutdown and we were panicking and everything, the the mood was very much like, well, how do we feel about this? You know, what's driving us? It was very much like, oh, man, I don't want to be locked down. Everything is going wrong. Oh, my God, my life is so hard. What am I going to do for work? How... How am I going to be able to see my friends and all the events are canceled? What do you mean we can't get toilet paper? Oh my God, this is awful. Okay, you guys get it? Personally offended as a Pisces rising. Well, listen, fucking deal with it. Mars 
in Pisces. My Mars is in Pisces. Phoebe. Come here. Come on. Come on. Does she have to go out? No. She wants to go catch lizards. Mars moved into Aries, and it's been in Aries for a little bit now, but it's retrograde. You cannot take a fucking country, let alone world, and coop them up. Oh, she's coming. Come on. You're fucking ruining this for me, dog. Okay. You cannot take a you cannot take a country let alone world coop them up and then put fear in them from this election and divide them by two total extremes Mm -hmm. and then tell them that they either won or did not like i've been telling people that the the mood shifting from mars and pisces to mars and aries is (laughs) it, it went from like oh my god i have to wear a mask oh my life is so hard to like don't tell me what i can fucking do with my own face you goddamn idiot like that's a big energy shift okay yeah. lock people away take away their income take away their you know whatever and then have this happen that's why everything is being boarded up right now not even just in washington dc but like in major cities tons of buildings and businesses are shutting down by choice and boarding everything up because they know that no matter what happens there is going to be riots there's going to be people angry no matter who wins or what there is going to be people that are so just they've been just waiting they've been waiting so this isn't to scare you this is your astrology aunt coming to you i know it might be a little late when you're listening to this or maybe if it's even after election day and you're thinking wow oh, fuck I wish well I what if they do actually announce tomorrow here's what i here's election. what i want everyone to think about if you have not gone out to the store and bought necessary things like y- y'all have been through a pandemic now you should know what it means to have things on stock okay i'm not telling you need to wait we don't have anything i know i talked to george about th- that today i'm gonna go tomorrow in the morning, hopefully, and grab some stuff like soups and, and everything just in case. It doesn't hurt, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that your life is technically in danger or anything, but it doesn't hurt to be prepared. You can see the signs if you listen to anything. You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to make sure that if you want to stay in your house for the next week, mm-hmm. that, you know, you're prepared. It's so funny um, to see that the way that different places handle things, it could be a literal hurricane. And the roof is splitting off, and where I work will be open. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, what the hell is that? But you also <laughs> do work in like a an emergency type mm-hmm. business where like people need something, they're gonna come to you. So, um, I again, I know this is really intense. This might have not been the podcast mm-hmm. episode you were like, like hoping for or expecting. But on the flip side, let's so, say it doesn't come to that. What? It, what is something it absolutely will that oh. is without a doubt like they oh you're going on fucking record i'm going on record okay look i'm not the only one this isn't even just astrology this is mm. like this is no matter what happens there will be riots there will be people protesting no matter what you mm. can't sit there and tell me that the fucking trump supporters with their goddamn boats and flags if biden wins aren't going to do something about it and you can't tell me that the democrats who are literally just going to like they're going to like we're going to be like what is what, what do we have left to fucking lose let's i know let i have nothing left to lose like um yeah you can't tell me that that's not i've been saying that for mm-hmm. months now that the biggest factor in this is that mars is now in aries and it's retrograde and i just don't think that mars in its own sign retrograde can be contained Um, the second part of information that's going to make this really interesting is, is that the thing we've been talking about, Saturn and Jupiter are going to be going into, uh, Aquarius in in the middle, mid December. So if the elections do come to like it was back when Bush and, um, and Gore were, uh, in their election day, if it does come to like us needing more days or whatever, I am going to tell you that in mid-December, something is going to happen that nobody can predict. Nobody can predict. We talked about it before. Would this Saturn is just like a re-lesson for everybody. Hit Aquarius 
first. They hit it at the same time, I'm pretty they sure. They hit it at the same I time? I do have my... Yeah, it's a big fucking deal, dude. Like, pretty sure... Because that would be uncommon because they have different orbits around the sun. Exactly. Hold on. Um, I have my ephemeris literally out. Okay, so I think that... Okay, so it's a couple days before. So still a big deal because they're still going to be at the same degree. So just for anyone who cares or doesn't know how to look it up themselves, Saturn is going to be going into zero degrees Aquarius on December 17th. And three days later, Jupiter joins it at zero degrees Aquarius on the 20th. And Saturn and Jupiter will be conjuncting each other exactly in zero degrees Aquarius for four days. Then they will, Jupiter will go ahead a degree. Then Saturn will meet it again for a couple days. They're going to be like fighting a couple degrees apart for basically the last half of December. That eventually, is a big deal. Because Jupiter will just end up shooting off way ahead, right? Correct. Correct. Um <sighs> I know this is this might be a recap for the people yeah. who did listen to the episodes where I talked about this before, but let me just let you know. Back, it's getting fresher. We're getting closer. This I mean, it's literally happening now. It's everything that we've been building up to, everything that we've been waiting for, as well as this Plutonian return. Do you think our podcast return. will explode and take off? Do you think that would be a good I mean, Mars and Aries? In the, Wait, you cannot control. You cannot contain. <laughs> speaking of which, okay. <laughs> We're a little dumpster fire that's on a like a down like an uphill uh-huh. like uphill slope, okay? Um yeah, With that a would be pad that would us. be great. <laughs> I think that's what the transits I yes. think the transits are bigger than that, but like what's why? bigger than this podcast? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Um Okay. I'm wrapping it up so we can you can I can ask you some questions on what you think, but to come to the full circle of this Back when the Black Lives Matter movement really got to the front and center again, because it's not like it just started this year. It's been going on for a long time. But when it Mm -hmm. really was seen. Reached its apex. Exactly. Saturn went into Aquarius. And the effects of Saturn going from Capricorn in this grand conjunction with Jupiter and Pluto and it going forward into Aquarius, it gave us a new way to think about the way that we're structuring our laws and our rules and regulations. It was fighting for the minorities, fighting for the underdog. It was the unpredicted. It was the underrepresented. And when it retrograded back into Capricorn, it was because we haven't finished this governmental bullshit yet. It's not over. Mm-hmm. When that shit, as well as Jupiter, moves forward, I have really high hopes. I'm just, like, also scared because Aquarius is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So even if, here's what I'll say, even if Biden wins, something is not over. Mm-hmm. It's just the work is not completely done. Obviously, we know that. And if Trump wins, which I think at this point he will do everything he fucking can in his weasel brain (laughs) to make happen. Um, Because if you haven't noticed yet, I think he's a literal monster. Um, Some shit's going down that we cannot predict mid-December. That's it. You're on the record. I'm on the record. I would even say that possibly we might go into another shutdown. The rest of the world is going into another shut. Here's our thing. Let's not be scared. Let's not be, you know, panicking or mm-hmm. whatever. Let's just be proactive. It's funny because like in the other countries, it's not scary. It's just a shutdown. But in America, well, because ah! you know why? Because they're doing it now. Uh-huh. And it's not as bad as it could be, which is when you do a lockdown. I'm not saying that I would like love a lockdown or even think that maybe it's necessary yet, but the numbers are growing. Um, it's really jumping up quick. Uh, do I think that we'll lock down? No. In fact, Florida's opening more shit up every day. Um, but I feel like something is going to take us. I mean, like, remember, what did we say? Aliens? 
aliens. Like, I, whatever aliens you was the big think, prediction. Yeah, whatever you think that Maybe you can predict. Maybe a tsunami will finally wash us the I fuck away. I keep having dreams. I'm not fucking joking. I literally had another one last night that I was in the middle trying to find the kids and their mom. And I couldn't find them. And there was this huge hurricane. And I, my brother lives in Hawaii and keeps sending me weathered patterns of like, you know, when he thinks that hurricanes or whatever coming through might be something to look out for. Um, most of the time they switch course and they're fine. But he just likes to like send me them as updates. And I was seeing a picture of one of the the images that he sent me. And it was supposed to be like moved up to like Louisiana and I was watching it swirl in the picture and it like jumped map right on top of where we were. And there was like winds and water and mud everywhere. And I was just like knee deep in it. Like, where the fuck is the kids? Blah, blah, blah. So if I haven't scared you enough, that was the ending of that. I was thinking more like a tsunami to do our listeners a favor and just obliterate this podcast. I think it would, yeah, we would, it would do both. Away. I'm just saying, like, that's weird that you say that because I have been having nightmares about mm-hmm. water. I and, think like, you, you can't live next to the ocean like we do and not have the occasional tsunami thought. Yeah, especially because I've never really had those before. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just here. But no one seems to like think that it's an issue here. Like if you talk to anybody, they're like, oh, yeah, we have parties. But like, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Tampa Bay hasn't been hit by hurricanes since like 1892. Yeah, so I think just like where we're nestled is really good. Um, yeah, there's like some sort of weird air current that literally blows hurricanes away. Yeah. Bless. Thank y'all. Anyways, that's, I mean, there's so much more we could say about the election, especially astrology-wise, but those are the big things that I think I have my eye on. Mm-hmm. The Plutonian return of the country. Um, Jupiter and Aquarius, uh, Jupiter and Saturn I'm moving forward in seeing... into Aquarius mid-December, and then Mars uh-huh. being retrograde in Aries as well as Mercury going direct um, in Libra tomorrow. I wonder what other countries, like countries that are thousands of years old, like China or uh, the Middle East or, you know, the European countries like France and England that have thousands of years of history, what mm-hmm. their Plutonian returns have looked like for their little villages. Yeah, I haven't and, looked into that. I think that that would be really cool. And but, see, like what... Like the French Revolution, did that happen, you know, during their Plutonian return? However, those countries maybe form so organically over time, you know, they don't have start dates. So I, I don't know how that would work. Right, like we have like pretty definitive we have definitive dates like dates and things like that it's not like like france was france one day it was like a collection of kingdoms right like obviously the dates that we're basing it off of doesn't mean that that's when the country like just appeared (laughs) you know but it is like the the governmental the government structures the government structures the energy shifts of what we idealize our country as or Mm -hmm. like that we model our our country's energy over Mm -hmm. it's pretty trackable in that way um absolutely yeah so skylar asked me some really great questions about things he just you ask really great questions in general but i feel like when it comes to astrology because you have like a general sense of things I wouldn't say you're an astrologer, but you do know quite a bit for not being an astrologer. And part mm-hmm. of that is never just, read an astrology book, people. Is this is all that, the internet, baby. Part of that is because you know your interests like mirror astrology, whether or not you're mm-hmm. interested in astrology itself, but also because you live with me and I don't let you not listen to what yes. I have to say. But you definitely ask questions that like. If it's not that I haven't thought about it yet, it's like you put it into words mm-hmm. differently than I had thought to ask. But like talking about the asteroid psyche and right. we there was like talk about in the distant future mining it right for its ores and basically like what happens to a planet if it blows up? What happens to a planet if it flies out of our orbit and goes into a black hole? Or what happens if we completely mine an asteroid and it's gone and it no longer is a part of our charts? Yeah, he actually asked me all of those questions. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, 
Good question. Um, like one day Pluto, do I, Pluto do, just gets sucked out into right, the void. Like my answers, obviously, that doesn't mean mm. that I'm right, but this was like kind of my feeling on those. And it was an interesting conversation that we had about, you know, what planets represent energetically and even the mythology of them. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about this or? Um, it depends. I I feel like maybe I have some stuff kind of prepared. Yeah, about, like maybe we can come back to it because I feel like I've, I think I've gone into enough astrology right now. But so, we can come. It was I feel like they were some really interesting topics and conversations. So I kind of have but. something pulled for this. Okay. Um, would you say? And like the the these words I'm gonna use carry baggage. So think past the baggage and just think of these words in their general sense. Oh my God, okay. Does that make what, sense? I guess, but I'm like fucking nervous now. What are you gonna ask oh me? God. Daddy okay. issues? What? So do you would you say you have faith in the planets? Oh, that's a see? Such a good question. Do I have faith in the planets? I don't know what you were talking about now with baggage though. Like the mean? word faith has baggage, you know. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it has like Judeo-Christian ties. Okay, to so it. you're saying just like the word faith in general. The word like, faith don't, in general like, has issues. So everyone, we're not using faith. Or the way I'm using faith, think about it in its bigger context mm-hmm. than just blind belief. You know, it's yeah. just faith in the general process. I absolutely. I mean, I mean, I feel like if you're an astrologer. <laughs> that's what that's yeah that's gonna be a yes for me dog the the reason why i would feel like maybe an astrologer might hesitate on just blindly saying yes is because i have faith in the planets however i don't always have faith in my interpretation of the planets because there's so many outcomes and things that could happen that you know you can predict you can track all you want um, but there's endless possibilities for the way things are going to manifest its way out. And the more you do it, the more you look into history and the more that you correlate patterns and things, the easier it gets. And the more I think you can pinpoint things. But there's so many layers to the onion of the planets. <laughs> um, but I absolutely have faith in the planets, I think, as an astrologer. Do you, you have? have... Do you? Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. The answer to that question yeah. is the, is the truth of that. Do you feel like we're on some sort of trajectory or is it always just whatever's happening? Does that make sense? Like, is there's, are the planets leading us somewhere or is it just like, I've always wondered like with astrology and like with the planets out there orbiting us and Mm. casting their influence down upon us. Is there some sort of, end goal is there some sort of final loop one day there like one day there will be a final rotation of every planet until we're all sucked into the core of (laughs) the sun that's that's a good question um like one day this will one day it'll all be over isn't that strange i want to like just stress that obviously i am (laughs) a studied astrologer but i don't have the true answers to holly so whatever i'm saying when i talk about these these are just like my thoughts um, you know what's so funny is i've never put that caveat like (laughs) forward people just know that i I don't know what i'm talking about no but i just feel like I don't want, like, if I answer something confidently, it's mm. not to say that, like, that's the undying truth or that maybe I won't I think don't something think, different if, tomorrow if, because, if again, you, people, I'm a Gemini. If you're a listener to Speaking of Which podcast, you maybe have to. Maybe they're new. Maybe they don't know. <laughs> no one's new. I've seen our numbers. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they're really great numbers, yeah, but they're the same. They're the same. <laughs> they know that these are our opinions and that we're not experts. Yeah. You know, like, if you don't know that... Who did you think you were listening to? <laughs> Who sent you <laughs> Who this sent link? You here? <laughs> um, okay, so do I think that, that we're on some sort of trage- trajectory? I feel like I I don't really know if I've thought about the end goal because I don't really believe in an end goal, but I, get, I know what you're asking. Do the planets have intention? Like... Every planet rules something and like has things it's associated with. Is Jupiter's end goal something? You know, does every planet have its own interests? Oh, I, I, 
you know, these questions are too big to answer, obviously, in one sentence, but... I don't know if... I don't know if I believe that they have goals. I do believe that they are energetic beings that could have consciousness in themselves. Mm -hmm. But that might be a little too much for this answer. Uh -uh. I think that the planets... I, I really love explaining the planets as magnets. And I believe that they all—they all hold. They all hold, the their, old. They all hold <laughs> their own charge. They all hold a very strong charge, and some of them have weaker charges or less impactful charges. Maybe the inner planets, because they go really quickly. They might be like little teeny magnets, and the ones like Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter and all of those—they hold um, maybe a, a, a bigger charge. And I don't know if there's a goal if 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 it's just more so when they're moving around the solar system and they come into different contact with the other magnets some of them push each other away or some of them try to really link together or you know when they get in oppositions they might feel like they're further away and they don't really you know there's i just see them more as not so much an end goal rather than they kind of just they, tell the story they kind of now. Of, yeah, and the way in which we choose to interact, because I do believe in free will. Um, I do believe that there are karmic things that are set to happen energetically, just like the planets. You know, we can take an ephemeris and look 50 years in advance and say, this is where the planets will be in mm-hmm. the sky. This is how they will interact with each other. Hello? This is where they'll interact with each other. However, the progression of human existence in the way that it plays out on its own is really up to us in which way we choose to make decisions and live our lives and treat each other and treat the earth and we'll ultimately get to this experience but just like in what way will it play out what do you think yes I don't know. You're asking me super big questions and I feel like I'm going to be the only one talking this podcast if you ask me those questions so I found something. How about this? What do you think about the election? What do I think about the election? And like some of the things that I talked about astrologically, just because I want your input. I think I'm a bit more of a an eternal optimist. Not that I can't see, you know, not, not that I don't see the writing on the wall for some things. Mm-hmm. But until things happen, I am always hesitant to call the call the play. That is such a Libra Moon fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Just so you know, it's yeah. very rational, and um, I'm 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 hesitant to say that anything will happen. Only I, I'm the type of person where I don't know until I know, mm-hmm. which is like obvious, right? Okay. Yeah. But I I don't know till I know. I yeah. won't know till tomorrow. I don't think we will. Anyone will know tomorrow. Me either. It's possible, but you're right. I don't think that we will know tomorrow, but I do think it's possible. I think it's hard to predict this election because of those planetary things that I talked about. Like, Mm. I feel like even if we think, like, yeah, I really think Donald Trump might win because of the fact that he's going to snake his way into a win or whatever the deal is. Yeah. I really don't think that, that that's the end of it. Like, you know, with the planets and stuff like that, I don't see it as, like... I don't know if the people will allow it, mm-hmm. and we've never seen that before. Maybe in mid-November you know, they'll like, like recount again, and everything will be fine. Okay, <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. So I found an article. For those of you who are listening, I am highly doubtful that there are many Trump supporters in here, but um, if there are, thanks for listening. That's all <laughs> I'll say to that. Hit that support button. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the article I found. It's called Faith in a Time of Crisis. It's about COVID-19. Okay. So it's about psychologists' research. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. Um, I forgot to put the fucking title of this article. I think it's called Faith in a Time of Crisis from the APA. Anyways, psychologists' research shows why some people find peace during COVID-19 while others struggle with their faith. Oh, it's by Brian Goodman from the American Psychological Association. It's from May of 2020. Your birthday, actually. Um, 
It says, okay, well, the world was very different in May than it is now. Yes. Just so we know. This was before the BLM movement really And this is what I found interesting about, like, when I ask you about, like, do you have faith in the planets? Yeah. Just, like, the role that faith is going to play in all of this for everyone. Yeah. It says, yeah. research shows that religion can help people cope with adversity by encouraging them screaming into a pillow screaming into a pillow is is number one no slamming your bible into your head okay that's a big mood so what does it say um religion encourages people to reframe events through a hopeful lens positive religious reframing can help people transcend stressful times by enabling them to see a see a tragedy as an opportunity to grow closer to a higher power or to improve their lives um it also fosters a sense of connectedness so some people see religion as making them part of something larger than themselves. This can happen through prayer or meditation or through taking part in religious meetings, listening to spiritual music, or even walking outside. And that's what I liked about astrology in the fact that we're talking like on this cosmic level about planets and stars and constellations. Yeah. There's that sense of connectedness to the universe. There's that larger sense that there's more going on than what we can see. Right. Yeah. And also when it came, comes to like reframing stuff through a hopeful lens, another reason I think astrology is cool, because there's always the next transit. Mm-hmm. The planets always leave their sign. You know, they're... Yeah, I feel like there's always like transits or things to be like looking out for that maybe are challenging and that, mm-hmm. you know, every now and again you will get like, oh my God, this is a really big deal, people. But I, I don't know if in my lifetime as an... Uh, as a knowing astrologer like i've been surrounded by astrology forever but i've not always been like as informed about it as i could be until you know my early 20s maybe mid-teens but really i would say early 20s is when i started to really get a grasp on things i've never seen anything like the transits that we're experiencing now and the year of 2020 and even moving forward into 2021 um you know this is our tower moment. This is our, this is, this is a big, I, what, uh, I just What really sign is associated seen. with the tower, by the way? I don't remember. Like in the tarot. In tarot. See, I, I am not really good at remembering those because I always have my own associations and they tend to not line up completely. Like for me, What's... I always say that Pluto or Scorpio tends to feel like, the devil card, the tower card, and the death card all put into yes, one. Yes, I'm Googling Um, it. But I know that the devil is often associated to Capricorn, which I mm. do love as well. But, so, I don't know. I think I just have my own... I've never really memorized those because I have my own associations for them kind of thing. I'm about to know for sure. Keep talking. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to stall. <laughs> I'm going to need you to keep fucking going. <laughs> um, I feel like it's interesting because Venus is also in Libra right now. Which is our one-on-one relationships. Like, I just feel... Oh, God. Uh, it, it, I am so... I'm just... I'm so nervous because I have been. I'm, there's so much unknown and there's so much riding on tomorrow and for the next month. There's so much riding on tomorrow. And I don't think this is one of those elections where it's like if he gets reelected, people will just be like, all right, well, there's nothing that we can do about it. Just swallow everything and just deal with it for another four years. Like, I just don't think that the country will be able to let that go. And vice versa, the fucking Trump supporters, if Joe Biden is elected, I don't mm-hmm. think will will be able to stand for also, it. Also, by the way, a quick Google search does not turn up what sign is associated with the tower. I do have my tarot and astrology um, book. Do you want me to go get Yeah, go one? grab it. Okay. I'll continue reading the article for my dear listeners. Okay. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to the podcast. What was I talking about? Cultivating. This is so oh yes. Thrilling. What was I? Oh yeah, fostering a sense of connectedness. Blah 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 blah. Oh my blah, god! Blah, I blah, opened blah. right to it. It's Mars. Really? Yeah. 
Mars is associated with the tower. <gasps> listen, Mars, Mars tomorrow is Mars, happening. Listen, Mars tomorrow is going to be retrograde in Aries at either 15, 16 or 17 degrees. This is today's, so I'm not sure if it's going to be in the same degree, but it's only going to be one or two different if it is. It's going to be around approximately 16 degrees retrograde Mars um, in Aries. And I just cannot... <laughs> Why do you think all of these forest fires have been happening? Why do you th like this? The mm, mm. when Mars went into Aries, that's when all those fucking forest fires started happening again. Like Mars is is a wonderful, wonderful planet for so many things, but when it's in its own sign, you cannot light a match without it becoming a forest fire. Literally and figuratively. So it's wonderful because whatever you put its energy and its magic on, it's like it just spreads. But like I keep cutting myself, okay? I have literally fucking gotten paper cuts, random places I don't even remember getting. Oh my God, and I, I looked down. I mangled my toe. Yes, I know. And I fucking cut my ankle shaving. Like I keep injuring myself in stupid ways i'm like when i'm cutting my vegetables i'm just like taking my time because i'm trying not to chop my finger off like it's not like you let's go ahead and read the rest of your so thing. here's the rest of the article so basically these were the three big points i already read two of them encouraging people to reframe events through a hopeful lens which i think astrology helps with mm -hmm. like obviously the transits are going to end um eventually good things will happen again and like that's what uh, fostering sense of connectedness, blah, blah, blah. And then last thing is cultivating connection through rituals. And this is less astrology. This is more general spirituality. Mm -hmm. So religious rituals and rites of passage can help people acknowledge that something momentous is taking place. These events often mark the beginning of something, as is the case with weddings or the end of something, as is the case with funerals. They help guide and sustain people through life's most difficult transitions. Um, it is extremely important that people use their beliefs in a way that makes them feel empowered and hopeful, says Thomas Plant, PhD, a professor of psychology at Santa Clara University, because it can be remarkably helpful in terms of managing stress during times like these. So, like, how would you use your knowledge of everything to feel empowered and less stressed or like how would you so i'm not i'm not really here to use astrology to like feel less stressed because okay. i feel like if the astrology is making me feel stressed it's for a good reason mm -hmm. so instead of like denying or trying to be like okay this is giving me the knowledge to not be stressed about it <laughs> i do sort of feel that way and i'm trying to empower the listeners as i'm getting riled up and kind of putting a little fear into people about what I'm talking about, these transits. If you didn't already, I mean, most people who are even slightly following the election probably already have stocked up on things. Like, if you've seen recent news, like, you know that they're boarding up everything in Washington. Like, you know mm -hmm. that the government is planning. Like, they've had tons of troops and tons of things. They're, they're fucking stacked up and ready for riots. They're ready. Um, so if you followed anything that you, you kind of already know the pace that it's coming at, but that's sort of the way that I use it in a, all right, here's what's playing out. Here's what I'm hearing from the news. Here's what I'm feeling intuitively. Here's what I'm seeing astrologically. Um, let me make the best decisions. Like I am stressed. I am anxious and it's for a good reason because a lot of things are scary that's happening. Um, and so how can I make my life work that way? Mm -hmm. We're not making any huge deci decisions right now. Um, we went and got some groceries today. I'm probably going to go tomorrow and try and stock up on a lot of like pandemic or riot-esque things. Um, and just, just trying to feel like I'm at least one step ahead of the game in that way. Because uh, I don't think I can change anything with the knowledge of it. But... I don't want to be like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. Now I know what this is about. <laughs> I feel so much better now. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like I have the knowledge and be like, wow, I know. So I feel better. Um, I do want to say, though, that Mars is actually going to go direct uh, on the 12th of November. So if I were to predict anything, I do think that there's going to be a push if it hasn't been concluded by then I do think that there's going to be an aggressive push forward for it to end. Um, 
whether or not it will or not or not is is hearsay but i do think that that shift is going to be quite notable especially because mars has been retrograde since early september um and mars doesn't actually move forward into taurus until the beginning of next year so we're still gonna have it in that aggressive wildfire energy for the rest of the year and i do think that that's pretty notable it's a long time to have mars and aries especially at this time yeah i mean it's it's a stereotypical transit for its sign but i don't again i don't think it's a coincidence that it's happening now but what do you think civil war again (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) really sky was a little more hopeful okay yeah i yeah, I think I'm more No, hopeful. I don't know if I'm going that that extreme, but I do think that we'll see. I mean, look at what's happening in Poland. Like mm-hmm. That's that's just on one issue. This 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 is deci- this is this is mm-hmm. Let's read about this is from Tarot and Astrology by Corinne Kenner. Um I don't pull this out that much, but I have liked to see it once in a while. This is what is said about Tower, which in this book is associated to Mars. Mars is the warrior planet of energy, aggression, assertiveness, and self-defense. At the same time, the Tower is the bastion? Bastion? Why am I... What is that word? Bastion. What does that mean again? Like uh, the pinnacle, the ultimate, the... I haven't heard that word in a long time, so it's completely blanked from my mind. A fortification and a stronghold built to withstand the forces of time and nature. In this case, however, the warrior planet is in full attack mode. The tower is under assault from all four elements. A fiery burst of lightning strikes its peak. Wind and clouds roil the air. A raging sea pounds at the foundations and the earth quakes. Both the card and the planets symbolize quick, sudden bursts of energy and power. They represent intensity, potency, drive, and desire. They are markers of inspiration and the impetuous for change. In most cases, it's impossible to resist a bolt from the blue or a direct hit from Mars' machinery of war. (laughs) In the tarot reading, the tower usually heralds a dramatic change. Which is really interesting because I just did a tarot reading today for someone and like the first card, like the center of them was the tower. So I've been talking tower. Anyways, it sometimes refers to breakups or breakdowns or the uh, disintegration or collapse of the structure you thought was stable. Like a relationship, a home, or a career. It can symbolize the destruction of false ideas and beliefs, a purge, or an intervention. I'm going to pause and say what, like what, where's... What's your Mars in again? My Mars is in Cancer. I love that for you. (laughs) My Mars is in Pisces. So, um, Just as frequently, however, the tower represents enlightenment, inspiration, and release. For anyone trapped in an outgrown situation, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. Ultimately, the tower experiences one of purification, protection, self-preservation. Yeah, yeah, we get it. The tower's great. Astrologically... Mars is associated with confidence and power. It symbolizes sexuality, stamina, and strength. It governs it governs ambition, aggression, assertiveness, and impulse. Mars also rules sports and competitions, war games that take place of battle during peacetime. Mars rules Aries, the sign of leadership and action, along with the first house where astrologers look for information about self-image and physical appearance. Yikes. There's a bit more, but um, that's, I just thought that might have been interesting to read about. You know, I hadn't even thought of putting Mars with the tower for some reason. That just hadn't even crossed my mind. I have, and I think that the, um, oh my god, the Celestial Tarot, I think the tower card has Mars on it, and it's an image, I believe, of like a looks like a spartan warrior busting through like a brick wall or something um you tomorrow at the grocery store that's literally i don't fucking doubt me good enough for three i'm coming home with like a single twizzler and i'm not to <laughs> yeah, make that last think, i mean i'll get some extra stuff for you because i take care of you a little bit but <laughs> you know i just i do think that um, it w- listen if even if nothing really happens which I highly doubt um, I I do think that it's probably a good bet 
for our listeners to go out and try and make sure that they feel just like secure in what they've got. Um, if they can, if they're, if they're so able to. What, what, what are we at right now? Okay. Cause I was like, maybe we could talk about our beach day 54. Yeah. We could talk about our beach day or you could hear the good place. The good place. Yes. That was amazing. Let's talk about the good place. What happened? Tell people what happened, because I gotta pee. So, you tell I, people how that happened. I feel like a lot of our listeners may not have seen The Good Place. Yeah. But basically, it's a show on Netflix where, you know, I've only seen season one and two and in the very last one, so I have a huge gap in my knowledge. But essentially, um, it's a show about people that have died, and then now they're in The Good Place. Well, actually, Samantha, we can't share this without spoiling it. She's peeing. She's peeing. You can't hear her. So <laughs> we'll just wait for her to get back. Yeah, we can't spoil that. So I don't want to spoil that for you guys. So I'm actually going to move on and read you guys this fun little article I found. <laughs> I literally walked away from the podcast. Would yeah. you ask me? I said, we actually, I'm going to wait and hold off. Maybe we can talk about it next time because it is a topic that I love that oh, episode. Okay. But I wanted to make sure that we weren't going to do any spoilers. You know, I haven't oh. thought about how I'm going to talk about it without doing okay, big well, fucking I'll spoilers. Just, I'll just let everyone know that, like, I've watched that show. Um, uh-huh. I was obsessed with it. It's a very Gemini-y show. You either love or you hate that show, I feel like, or you just couldn't follow it. Um, but I watched the first three seasons and I pretty much binged everything. And then the fourth season came out, which was announced to be the finale. Like they knew it wasn't going to be renewed. So they, I knew that they were going to like actually end it. Um, and it had come out on TV and I don't have TV. And then it came out on Hulu, but I didn't have Hulu. And then I got Hulu, but they had already gotten rid of some episodes. So I've had to wait a really fucking long time for it to come on Netflix and it finally came on Netflix, and I was, like, just going to watch one or two episodes, and I ended mm-hmm. up binge-watching the whole thing. Skylar, I think you only missed one or two of the front, the first I think epi- I missed an episode. Episode of, like, the fourth season. But he sat there and watched, like, the whole thing with me, and it's very funny, very quick, very, you know, what's going to happen next? Everything, every time you think it's going to end, it's like, there's more. Um, and th- really no spoilers. That's literally how every episode of the whole fucking show was. But like the last episode, it was just life changing. I feel it was like. life changing. And Skylar and I finished and we were like, <laughs> I, we both cried a little bit. Yeah. I was like sobbing. Like, ah, ah. Um, I and still I haven't feel, cried all the tears that I need yeah, to cry. Yeah, we both talked to each other. We're like, I don't know if we fully let ourselves completely like cave in on what that episode did for us. And then the rest of the day was just very much... Like, even the weekend was very much trying to like recover from <laughs> the, existential, the trauma of yeah, it. Like, the existential crisis it threw us in. Yeah. So maybe we'll break down exactly more of... If any of what you guys saw the finale, message us and tell us what you thought. Yeah, I feel like it was an incredible end, but also to such a funny show. I didn't I'd say see one of the it... best endings I've ever seen of any show ever. Ever, yeah. And even just not even thinking about it being a show, just like the way something made me feel or think about life was like very meta. Yeah, it was meta. So yeah, maybe we'll talk about it next weekend in more depth. Oh, but... ding, 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 ding. What's the tea? Uh, excuse me. Come on, create something. You've got it. Where is your bell? I you can't. You gotta ring re- my bell. Ring my bell. It's tea time. It's time for tea. Spell the tea, witch. Fuck my life because I always forget to gather tea throughout the week, even while I see it. Um. I'm just going to my YouTube subscription page. Going to say the first people that I see. Um, Whiskey Stevens be out there doing the damn thing. Uh, who else? James Feeney is doing the damn thing, as always. Uh, oh, God. Uh, I don't know. You know, when you're subscribed to a bunch of people, you don't even know who they are. <laughs> um, Anna Lady Tarot. Mm. She's amazing. Kelly and Maddox uploaded a picture of her holding a candle. That's pretty iconic. um and then um leanne helky rain the woke witch uh she's just been 
Where'd you go? Keep talking. Well, I thought you had shit your pants for a second. <laughs> no, the dog was like barking at me. To, well, the like, way you were, the way you were running. <laughs> why were you running like you shit your why pants? Why are you running? Why are you running? You were literally running bow legged really? there no. for a second. Oh, because I got up and my knee hurt. <laughs> I'm sitting weird. I was like, should I end it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what now? I, that's I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Okay. Let's thank our supporters. Hey, um, you know what I know my tea is? My no. tea, okay. <laughs> my tea is that I got um a tarot in from Danny Mystic. She has created a tarot deck and I got it in today and I'm really excited. I'm gonna do it. What's an the unboxing. name of the deck? Oh my god, I don't wanna bring it. I have to get up again. Oh my god. <sighs> Samantha was gone for like half the podcast <laughs> running around the house. Mystic Masters. What's like the it theme? It's a 78 card tarot deck created from etchings and wood carvings from the 16th and 17th centuries. Oh. Each piece has been watercolored and adorned to bring these beautiful scenes to life. And you can check out the deck. Um, the, the Danny Mystic is the Instagram handle or dannymystic.com. Danny oh, spelled D-A-N-I. That, that person sounds familiar. Yeah, you know Danny. Okay. But anyways... Um, I'm really excited. It came in the mail today. I actually have still a few decks to unbox, um, but I really want to unbox this one this week. So that's my. Is tea. this the Danny Mystic? Yep. We don't follow each other. We don't know who each other <gasps> are. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, hey Danny, if you're listening to this, or Lisa. Lisa um, is really close with Danny, and I know that she listens, so she'll probably pass it along. But anyways, oh, is Danny who Lisa has the other channel with? Correct. Um, so anyways, and Lisa is going to be our November, um, guest, Lisa yes. Lopez. I'm very, exci- very excited about oh that. Oh my God. Living legend. I cannot wait. <laughs> it's, we're not going to let you get a word in edgewise. Let's just have, wait, what if Actually, we had- I don't know if Lisa's going to let me get a word in edgewise. I'm very excited about it. What if Lisa comes on and we just don't let her speak? <laughs> I don't know Just if she's going to be able to know that she's better than that. I feel like we might have the energy where it'll be all three of us talking. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to be so pissed that you can't like go. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's great. So that's my tea as well as a little promo for myself. I have readings open and people mm. have been like I, I sort of mentioned it in the beginning of my video that I posted, but like. I haven't posted on Instagram or anything and like the the orders like are slowly trickling in because I haven't like I haven't been like go get readings mm-hmm. but it's nice cuz I'm really excited that I'm home yeah. for a while and I can like do, do some readings. Do that. It's been cool. So, I'd like to thank let's start with thanking the supporters or end with thanking the supporters. I am really, really grateful. This past week, we had three new supporters to the podcast. It just feels so cool. I'm blowing each of you a kiss individually. Wow. You're so blessed. COVID kisses. COVID kisses. Um, It's so cool because my phone will give me a notification and say, like, you have a new supporter. Mm -hmm. And so it just feels so good because I'm always like, Skylar, we have a new supporter. (laughs) So don't think that we don't see them we do Mm -hmm. um and every single week looking at the list of those who continue to support us means a whole lot so we want to take a second to thank miranda o rebecca pk kate b sg heather h lisa p dorothy e karen r stacy david b julie c dominic b Teresa d Lindsay m phil k amy f jesse h and the three new ones this week are fallon d tracy r and jennifer l that's a long fucking list, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, how amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who support. If you would like to support the podcast, it's super easy. There should be a link in the description of whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Or you can go to Anchor, um, which is the platform that we normally upload this to, and it distributes it to the other ones. Uh, you can search Speaking of Which... And it'll have a nice little button that says support this podcast on there. You can support it for a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, I think even $15 a month. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have any way else to be funded. So we really, really appreciate the supporters. Um, Or if you're just listening to this and you share it, we love you. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Any final words about 
this week in the election or no i'm just, just excited to check back in next week and talk about everything that's happened i'm excited for next week i haven't even thought about that like i literally am just trying to get through the hour <laughs> i'm always thinking ahead because i'm just like that you know yeah i'm just very in tune okay <laughs> okay thank you guys so thank much thank you for listening. for listening and no matter what happens um stay safe and no matter what happens speaking of which podcast will still be here this upcoming monday unless Not all this even unless all the, unless all the satellites us. fall from the sky but then again i don't think that'll happen tomorrow if anything that'll happen mid mid to late december remember think, those those dates people december 17th mm-hmm. to 20th put them in your fucking we calendars we just find a way of transcribing the podcast and then mailing it out by snail mail obviously It'd be like a newsletter yeah we you can't get rid of us so you're fucking welcome. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>